we had a little intermission and now we're back and I forgot how to do all of this, but welcome to Being a Hoochoom and K-pop tunes. I am Choom, also mm -hmm. known as Reyna. And I'm Bingu, also known as Lacey. <laughs> and today, we're going to talk about K-pop as a whole, but just as a reminder to everyone that um, listening, we don't claim to be experts or professionals on topics discussed. So if there's any, if there's any ever, wow, I can't talk. Okay. <laughs> wow, this is a tongue twister. If there's ever any information through our research that we're presenting incorrectly or if it's out of date or just like wrong completely please let us know um we're just two fans that are sharing our personal opinions and while we're trying to be informative we're also just here to have fun and i made it i got it out that was a tongue twister you did amazing Thanks. <laughs> so hey, um, Bingu, what are we talking about today? Well, you know what? People have been asking, "What the flapjack is K-pop?" <laughs> Those are the questions that we hear out in the in the mainstream world and Twitter world. Well, let me tell you, it's a genre of music, my friend. Pop music with Korean flair, and it's sensational. Ladies and gentlemen, did you know that K-pop isn't the only music genre in South Korea? I'm here to tell you that there is a large selection for your music needs. We have Korean rock, we have Korean indie, we have Korean acoustic, and my personal faves, Korean hip-hop and Korean R&B. And I'm sure there's some genres out there that we're missing, but... It's just like, you know, your regular American music, but Korean. In Korean. And let me tell you, it's it's just crazy. It's crazy what's out there and how good it sounds. And what's available that people don't even know about. Also, I know, it's terrifying. Um, I'm, I just want to interrupt really quick. I am Bingu's new PR person. If you would like to hire her for any commercials, any advertisements no. online YouTube, <laughs> YouTube advertisements I think that was a really great pitch for what are you sure because that was a hot mess <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a really great pitch we're we're just a little tongue-tied here today but other than that we got it out and that was a really good you could do like those car commercials wow <laughs> the radio I... <laughs> advertisements <laughs> you know what I think of when I said this like little snippet I was thinking of, I'm George Dimadome, owner of the Dimstones. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was listening to it and I was like, man, this sounds like one of those 1950s radio commercials. <laughs> Are you bored of the same old music? <laughs> Do you feel like you're hearing the same songs over and over again? <laughs> Well, we have something to recommend to you. How about K-pop? K-pop? Yes, kids, K-pop. <laughs> we could just do the entire intro over again. We could. 
we can make it better every time. We'll have it perfected by the end of this episode, and then we'll never be informative either. We'll have to do a whole other episode. <laughs> How annoying. <laughs> Our subscribers are going to be like, what They're the like, heck? this is it. <laughs> Quality content, people. Quality content. Oh, they'd be like, Whew, that was a rough five minutes. I'm not listening to anything else. <laughs> Okay, man, I haven't laughed this hard in a while. This is good. Um, <laughs> but yes, as Bingu said, um, so K-pop is kind of becoming worldwide now in more of a mainstream sort of way. It's always been worldwide in the fact that like little subsets of people have known about it and been interested in it, kind of like anime and just like other interests. But it's becoming more worldwide in the fact that it like blew up in the last few years. Um, we've always had groups that have like toured um, How long do you think it's been since, like... When did Gangnam Style come out? Because I think that's <clears throat> oh, when people really question. started to pay attention. It's I always been worldwide before that. Like, what, Rain had a world tour that he's done before. Big Bang had a world tour in, like, 2011 or 2012. Um, well, Gangnam Wonder Style Girls... happened in 2012. Okay. Wonder Girls have gone on tour before that. Um, Rain went on tour before that. Uh, Girls' Generation went on tour before that too, like out of Korea. I don't know mm -hmm. if all of them were world tours, but they've definitely been touring like outside of Korea. So it's been something that's like known, and they've had shows in the United States. But I feel like Gangnam Style is when people really started to pay attention because that was essentially the first time that I had heard K-pop on American radio. Yeah, and that was a time where people thought K-pop was weird. Yeah, but in the end, it's becoming <laughs> more of a norm, I guess. I mean, yeah, they thought it was weird, but they were still paying attention to it, and they've paid enough attention to it throughout the time now that it's to the point where, like, Monster X is on the radio, BTS is on the radio, they're doing American... Or, not American... Well, they're doing... Co collabs with American artists they're doing English speaking songs or like half English speaking songs um mm -hmm. oh Eric Nam has been on podcasts a lot lately he's always had a podcast going I think he's been doing it for like a year or two have you ever listened to his no like he's been on different podcasts like oh he has like people are interviewing him on different oh, okay. podcast shows hey Eric Hey, Eric, please. <laughs> Shout out to Eric Nam, please. And his interviews like, are really fun. I, well, I, I was going to say, I love his sense of humor. Like, I just got done watching a BuzzFeed video with him a couple oh, nights ago. I didn't ago. watch that yet. Dude, watch it. He's freaking hilarious. I, I love Eric Nam. <laughs> My sister today was like, do you know who Eric Nam is? And I was just like yes girl it was so random <laughs> and she was like well he's on a podcast and my sister does not sound like this she was like he <laughs> he's on a podcast and I was like oh which one I was like because I probably listened to it before and then like she said he's the link interviewing or whatever he's interviewing on other people's podcasts now yeah like people are interviewing he... him oh what the heck because he has k-pop daybok I think that he does yeah, I just know in one interview, he was just kind of like, 
it's a work in progress, the podcast that he's doing. Okay. Because um, I think he's been doing K-pop Daybox for a while, though. But, mm-hmm. um, no, really, Eric Nam, please, if you would like to. Please, we're both from the same <laughs> city. Like, Atlanta, you're from Atlanta, I'm from Atlanta. Come on, let's link up. Come on. And, and we're also big fans, so. <laughs> <laughs> There's that, too. <laughs> yeah, so, like, shout out. But also, he... He's cool. Like, no, his sense of humor. You really need to watch that BuzzFeed video, though. That was really... He read Thirst tweets, and it was a mess. Let me add that to my YouTube queue. It just it just came out. I don't know when this episode will be No, released. I saw it pop up. I'm the person... I'm going to watch it, and it gets lost, so I never watch get it. to No, it. watch it. I. It was, like, 2 in the morning, and I was cracking up like I couldn't even laugh aloud because Jeremy was asleep mm-hmm. and I was like my ribs hurt because I was like seal laughing where it was just like <laughs> silent laughter I'll definitely watch it then I probably won't watch it tonight because if I laugh too much I'll I won't be tired anymore because <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting more oxygen does that make sense whatever I'll no, watch it, it tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> watch it though because it was really I'm good gonna, i'm just gonna sit here and you can keep talking about what k-pop is <laughs> <laughs> um okay so eric is being featured on podcasts that's another thing that's happening um but it's definitely becoming more known mainstream and like you're hearing it on the radio more featuring in podcasts more apparently um and i think it really blew up essentially with Gangnam Style there was always like it's always been worldwide known before that and a lot of k-pop artists have toured outside of Korea before that but I think Gangnam Style is what really blew it up because people were like oh this is weird but then when other famous people started getting into it normal everyday people were just like oh I guess it's not that weird yeah I say it like that because my cousin is just like why do you listen to it? I still get people that are like, what? Why um, do you listen to music you don't understand? You need to mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> mind your own damn business. Mind your business, okay? Do you want me to drop you it's, off at a place or not? The thing is, though, I think we mentioned this in our very first episode. Who cares if you can't understand it? It's literally pop music in a different yeah. language you go to germany germany's got pop music in german you go to italy italy's got pop music in italian you go to india they've got music that's pop in indian like it's why why is it weird because it's korean that's what has always gotten me and i know we talked about this in our very first episode yeah and i don't know if i said it in the first episode but i always bring up the point of like okay but can you explain to me why people like jay-z has world tours yeah that too like like they sell out in japan like can you explain that can you make that make sense (laughs) yeah no it's the same concept it's like Linkin Park, Jay Z, Taylor Swift—they go on world tours and they sell out. And they and it's not just like United States and English-speaking countries. It's in places like Korea. It's in places like Japan. It's in different places like that. So it's music is just worldwide. It's a worldwide concept. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what language it's in. 
right and i will keep saying it until as mark would say spit in straight facts okay <laughs> did you ever watch dropping i did i did watch dropping <laughs> i did watch dropping because i <laughs> felt some time away <laughs> okay but did mark's rap though <laughs> it was pretty fire okay i think the it... whole thing was it had potential. It was, but <laughs> it had potential. I admit some of the B tracks are better. Like, um... oh my god! Like, <laughs> I'm till this day, I don't get why you would use the music from the t- why you would not use have a title track from the teaser music because that's yeah, the song. Right? That, that was the song. That was a good song. Yes, I don't know. I like Jumping like, Note. It was there's like three it's... good songs on that album. Oh yeah, there are. Um, I'm actually opening my Spotify right now because the second or third song on the album, I think. You know they're performing here right now? I know. I have a friend that she got a seat and I was like, oh, I hope you have a good time. Because me, Rachel, and Sonia almost went. Oh, wow. But we were just kind of like... Robbie's going. Oh, what? She is? I'm pretty sure she got tickets. Um, oh, she the... did get tickets. Not yeah. for the LA. I think they're in... I don't know if it's they're in san francisco or what but she got tickets for it oh cool i can't stand the rain is my favorite one but supercar i'm pretty sure is the one that was in the teasers yeah i think it was that one i can't tell you which ones are my favorite but i know i like at least three songs and i don't know we just kind of talked about it It was like is it worth it and we're just kind of (laughs) like Maybe I'm, not at this time. Yeah, maybe not at this time. I'm kind of sad, though, because uh, NCT came to Phoenix mm-hmm. and performed at Phoenix and then Super M with Taman didn't come to Phoenix. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I-, I see you. I see yeah. it's You live and you learn. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking got it. Okay. It's okay. I've never seen any of them i've only seen i mean i haven't either but i was really hoping when nct sm put phoenix on the map and then it was just that one we're just gonna have to interview them it's gonna be okay (laughs) please mark (laughs) mark is really funny too if you ever get a chance to watch anything super m related mark is super funny oh i need to watch it oh i'm so i'm so old and like out of the <laughs> i can i can link you i think there's a um interview that has like mark and johnny mm-hmm. that they're they're really funny link me sis okay i will Mark's sense of humor he's another one that if we if he had a chance him and eric nom on this podcast i feel like him i feel like the those two and then like put jackson in there and let's just see what happens oh jackson is so did you see him with um the dude from ah i forgot the guy's name what's the guy's name is he a youtuber no he's He's the, like, British guy that's on a late night show or something. Uh, not ringing any bells. I don't watch TV. (laughs) (laughs) Dang it. British guy? Is he kind of, like, chubby? Yeah. Oh, I know who Um, you're talking about. I don't know that guy's name. Um, James Corden. I mean, yeah. (laughs) No, well, I'm, like, looking. It came up. James Corden. Jackson Wong and James Corden. Trade food, language, and sport. That was the funniest video, Jackson. <laughs> really? 
Yeah, I, I'm going to link it to you right now because I have it open. Okay, go for it. This one, you have to watch. I swear, Jackson. I'm going to have so much stuff to watch. It's great. Good, yeah. This one you need to watch, though. Jackson's so freaking funny, too. Those three, if you guys want to feature on the podcast, shout out. <laughs> okay, but we totally went, like, off track. We did. But we're still talking about K-pop. Yeah, but... <laughs> I guess people want to know what it is. Like, I don't know what else to, I don't know what else you have in your notes, but. Well, I mean, for this too, at least our tangent there was still how K-pop is slipping into American culture, I guess, and becoming oh, more Oh, that's well valid. Known. Yeah. Like Jackson did an interview with James Corden. Eric is on a bunch of podcasts. Um, BuzzFeed interviews, idols. When they that come stuff for is so funny now. to me in the suite when they do those little trust falls or yeah. stare into each other's eyes <laughs> for one minute. It's just cute. <laughs> Monster X did a Jenga game um, where they oh, answered There questions. was a question. Was it on there? It was a question. They're just kind of like, what? <laughs> They're just like, what question? What kind of question is that? Juhan, he was like <laughs> their reactions were funny that's all i know juhan was like i think it was a question about like something about who in the group would you trust to bury a body with and juhan was like what and the translator translated what they meant like if you killed someone and you buried the dead body and juhan's <laughs> eyes just like blew up he was like what why are you asking it's so funny i think that it's just hilarious because that's such a cultural like yeah disconnect no. <laughs> well that's one thing too and they're Eric probably and... like y'all out here killing people <laughs> you talk about killing people over drinks what what kiss mary <laughs> what kill what that was one thing though that eric in his buzzfeed video reading the thirst tweets he was mm. like reading some of these tweets and he was just like i I live in Korea. I haven't said these words in like years. Like what what's going on here? Oh my goodness. I really need to watch it now. <sighs> it's great. So there are different genres of Korean music because like you said, it's Korean. It's just music in the language of Korean. Um, K pop is the most well known and I've noticed online, especially now that it's becoming kind of a movement that you're seeing more in the United States and seeing worldwide, I've noticed a lot of people are trying to argue that it's a culture more than a genre. And I wanted I just, to discuss this. What, and what do you feel about this statement? I think it doesn't make sense. <laughs> if I'm being completely honest, like K-pop is literally a music genre. Like, if you're talking about culture, then you need to talk about Korean culture. I don't like obviously music is part of any culture, but you music can't... is more to me a subculture. It can definitely influence um the entertainment industry. It can influence the fashion industry. It can influence different things that you see happening throughout a like country's development. And it definitely, like, you'll see different styles of music be more prevalent at certain times in history, but I wouldn't call it a flat-out culture. It's more of a subculture. It has its influence as a whole to culture in general, but it's not 
a culture. No, it's not. And the way you explain it makes a lot more sense. Because music influences everything. Everything. And, like, you go back in time and, like, even just, like, American music off the top of my head. Like, you go back through history and there's different artists that and styles of music that were more popular at given times in history um and I feel like that's like what I mean when I'm talking about like a subculture because Mm -hmm. definitely like the Beatles when they were super popular their fashion and what they were doing and what they were wearing and what they were saying was a lot more popular with the general public at the time that they were popular but it's like ever changing so after the Beatles kind of wear down whoever came next was what was like oh this is what's blowing up and this is what's going to influence or like it could it could be one artist it could be multiple artists and so I think that I mean it it influences things is what I'm trying to hint at I say subculture very loosely because it influences different things I don't know why people would say it's but have you seen that though like twitter goes crazy i've never seen that in my life well i'm i'm on stan twitter you're on normal twitter (laughs) yeah but sometimes things pop up on my end like i follow some maybe the people i follow are just kind of just like normal minding their own business (laughs) not too normal and minding their own business but it pops (laughs) up a lot which is why i was like maybe we should do a episode on what like k-pop is because it pops up a lot on my feed where like something will happen in the u.s or like a u.s reporter will say something offensive to a k-pop stan and a k-pop stan will just go in on them about how like it's a culture it's not a music genre and i'm just like that doesn't make sense it's pop music in korean like they're not wrong they're literally listing a music genre yeah like and like i get where i get where the culture thing is coming from you're not 100 percent wrong but you're almost 100 percent wrong you're like 90 percent yeah you're at least 90 percent wrong because there is Two, looking at my notes, there is the thing called K-pop idol culture. Um, and that is its own thing in Korea, which began with the debut of like the first boy groups and girl groups, so hot, TVXQ, BOA, mm-hmm. um, those sorts of groups. And it came into being the thing of like, fan bases and fan signs and what else the like actual official fan bases where you have like the the little card that says i'm a member of this person's fan club like that sort of thing and you go to the cheering events and like what are they called the lights light sticks live what live stages no light light yeah the light stages you go to the live recordings but you also have like the light sticks for the cheering yeah but like that makes so much more sense yeah, well, that's what it is. That's idol culture, though. Yeah. So, and I think that's what people are confusing K-pop for, is idol culture uh... and and how it grew into the Hallyu wave. Mm-hmm. I think that's what people are confusing. And so these arguments on Twitter that I'm stumbling upon, I think that's what I'm really seeing, is like people are thinking of K-pop as idol culture and yeah. dedicated fan bases but it's really just pop music in korean it really is y'all <laughs> and i think that's where a lot of people i think that's what too deters a lot of people that aren't familiar with k-pop 
so like these American reporters that are doing interviews is they see the dedicated fan bases and the dedicated fangirls and they're just like we don't have that in America this is weird I mean you do you do it's just not as prominent. organized or you're not paying attention to it like yeah think no, about all prominent. the people that are obsessed about Kanye West think about all the people that are obsessed with Chris Brown well, even no. think about like One Direction when One Direction like blew yeah. up and was and those fans and seeing oh yeah, One Direction fans were man. And remember Justin the, Bieber fans? Yeah, remember the war One Direction, Justin Bieber, and Big Bang? I will forever be confused about how that even <laughs> had, like. I just don't get it. <laughs> I don't even remember what people were arguing about, but I it was will funny. say. I will say, like, for people that are new with K-pop, don't f- think that being into, like, this music is making you weird. Like, don't think don't think looking on Twitter and seeing the bad side of K-pop fans, don't let that turn you off. Because there's a lot of and- people that are just like me and Chum that are just here having a good time. And there's just different... You're able to find people that are just like you, that enjoy the same artists that you do. Like, there's levels, I feel like. When it's like, we're doing this podcast, but I can 110% assure you that K-pop is not just what Bingu and Chum, or I'm Chum, (laughs) 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 not what we listen to only. Like, I will admit, majority of my playlist is K-pop, because for some reason, when I'm, like, writing or when I'm, like, working from home, it's nice to focus to a music that I don't understand the language of. Like, mm-hmm. I can easier focus on what I'm doing when I've got the background music of Korean playing. Like, I just, my my work ethic goes up. But I've got other playlists. Like, I listen to everything. Yeah, like how we were talking when we weren't recording. Like, she... Chum has a lot more K-pop playlists, and mine are more... I mix mine. So whatever songs I like, I just add them to the same playlist. So it's just like a whole bunch of mix of English music and Korean music. Because for me, I... Like, my music or my playlists really get me going in the morning when I have to commute. So I'm trying to find, I just really like the music that just like. Kind of wakes you up, wakes your brain up. Yeah. Some people like calm music sometimes. But for me, I just need something like. Well, that's like my, I have a writing playlist. That's basically a mix of what you said. Um, Because when I'm like writing or when I'm like doing role playing online, which I haven't done in ages, um, I just like things that really like. I do too get my brain like flowing like I like powerful songs that make me imagine what I'm writing oh I like the chill fi the (laughs) lo-fi that's me (laughs) that's the music I play when I'm like working or when when I was writing when I did the role play stuff I can't listen to lyrics of any kind because I'll start thinking about like k-pop stuff I don't know (laughs) (laughs) not focusing on the task at all (laughs) 
but there's a whole bunch of there's just a whole lot of amazing artists in the Korean there are, and it's not just pop I know like it's blown up in the states in America that it's k-pop but there's other artists there's indie bands there's rock bands there's acoustic artists there's people who sing ballads um there's hip-hop y'all there's rappers yeah there's rappers there's hip-hop there's r&bs there's underground rappers that only release mixtapes and aren't signed to labels like there's everything that we have here in america and i don't know if you've listened but um akfu actong musician their most recent album that they had had a bit of country influence what country like indie influence i definitely heard it in like the first few songs so it's like honestly it's about time a korean group or artists tried out like country that's like the only genre i've never heard (laughs) you kind of hear it sometimes in some of the indie stuff but not like super prevalent it's it's not not super prevalent yeah it's not obvious yeah but just like listen to an indie song and be like that's country (laughs) (laughs) but that's like one thing too that one reason i wanted to do this episode of like what is k-pop it's a music genre like i know people the things that get reported in the news about it mainstream are really focused more on the idol culture and the fan bases than the music itself which is really frustrating because i think that's why people look at it and they're like oh this is weird because they don't realize that we do have fan bases that are that dedicated here in america and there are american artists that go on tour to these countries all around the world and they've got dedicated fan bases over there too yeah and you really i don't i just don't really i don't know how i feel when people are saying it's weird because it's not it's, it's not just and not. that's why like i'm hoping too with this episode maybe someone is listening that's like on the the fence about k-pop and like mm-hmm. i don't know if i want to listen to it i mean like it's ultimately like why would you ever judge someone for truly enjoying something that brings them happiness why yeah. would you call that and weird why would you call it? and it's you just should. music yeah i think if i think just generally if you're trying to experience new things especially when it comes to traveling or just anything at all at all you really have to keep an open mind to things and you won't know until you jump into it like you can't just you can't just look at something and base it off like the stuff you see on social media like you have to do your own research you have to experiment or experience it for yourself yeah and that's one reason i reiterated like when you go to a different country you're going to hear music in that country's language like when i went to germany when i was 8 years old Mm-hmm. there was music in german like that's just you you can't even if you're interested in travel and that's it you can't go to another country and expect there to be everything in english like american food for you just right there at your disposal you can't expect all of the signs to be in english like that's not how it works Mm-mm. and it's it's the same thing with music they people that are not from america listen to american artists just as much as people that are from america listen to korean artists and there's that on that (laughs) that's the tea (laughs) for today and it's quite strong um as as like a little wrap-up maybe i guess how long is this episode 
you've done really good this episode as a little wrap-up because we're both older k-pop fans um who do you think has contributed to like the hallyu wave i think we mentioned this in one of our previous episodes Mm. very briefly um because i know i talked about like gangnam style blew up in 2012 rain's been on world tour um people like wonder girls have been on world tour who do you think has helped contribute to the hallyu wave and Korean music kind of going overseas. I really feel like, I mean, obviously, I, I don't, I think it really exploded with BTS. Like, I feel like that's a given to mention BTS because they're the biggest contributor. I want to say the biggest. I don't know. It feels especially like they've, they've in, done a lot. Yeah, especially in modern, yeah. in the more like modern, more recent years, they've definitely contributed a lot. Um, um, but before, like, if I'm not, thinking about them i'd definitely say uh i'd say big bang and shiny really left a strong i think rain as well um just because i know rain before he came Mm -hmm. to like america and did his tour here he's also been in an american movie too like he acted acted so and And i know a lot of k-pop idols look up to him too Mm -hmm. so i would say right in like girls generation too because i remember seeing them on good morning america yeah um honestly all the ogs i really feel like everybody played a part like literally everybody played a part (laughs) like like you said tvxq boa big bang yeah boa got really popular in japan too so i know she she's got like a huge following in japan so i know she even like like her videos went viral a lot yeah um i don't it's just so random but i'd say like the main groups 21 oh and blackpink blackpink became a really big thing too yeah she's like her a lot of people like their edm type of style and they performed at coachella yeah that's a big accomplishment yeah especially for coachella to be mm-hmm. a k-pop group and then i know epic high performed at coachella one year too oh i didn't know that oh, yeah not, not this past year but i think the year before or yeah. maybe the year before that and when they were still with yg they performed once wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> well it's, i don't know i feel like everybody has it's not really a competition of who's done it better I feel like everybody's contributed and it's made it made a difference overall. So I can't really say. And it's definitely contributed to different niches too. It's not just one general thing like every I think everybody that kind of pushed it, the Hallyu wave overseas, the people, the groups that did it, they each helped in like different areas. Definitely. If that, make, if that makes sense. <laughs> no, I feel like I think that makes sense. It just feels like with all the groups that have been coming overseas, the more they came, the more people were paying attention. Like, that's literally, I don't know. Sometimes you have to keep repeating the same things over and over again until people start to notice. And I feel like that's just what happened with K-pop. It's like you do the same tours or the people go, like, they do, they do the world tours a lot or they do, like, performances. Not only that, it's different world tours. Mm-hmm. And like if you like Monster X each year, their venue got bigger. Yeah. For example, BTS each year, the venue got bigger. Like and so people start people start to pay attention when you're selling out the Rose Bowl. People start to pay attention when you're selling out Staples Center. Right. <laughs> That's when people start to like 
notice what's going on. They're just like, what the freak frack is going on here? <laughs> I remember when I was in line for Zico, um, there were a bunch of people that were like, what are you guys lined up for? And we were just like, oh, it's Zico for a, <laughs> a K-pop artist named Zico. And they were like, oh, that's cool. And then they kept walking on. I mean, fair. <laughs> they just wanted to know what was happening. Yeah, they were like, why is this line wrapped around the building? Like, can you imagine just like running into a star that you didn't know was a star? Ugh, goals. <laughs> Apparently somebody ran into um Super M and spilled coffee on them on one of the oh, members. Oh and she was just really embarrassed. Oh no. <laughs> I don't know where that tweet is, but Oh no. I would be embarrassed too. All of them are really sweet though. Like I don't know if any of yeah, them Yeah, I think she said they were they were sweet, but she was just like she was out of there. She was so sorry. She tried to pick it up. She did her best, and then she was gone. And I was like, relatable. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I saw a fan cam earlier today just on the topic of running into K-pop idols um, at Monster X's fan sign, like, last mm -hmm. week. Um, they, there were, like, only a few people left in the line, and I guess Shonu was off to the side, and he was just, like, waving and talking with fans, and this girl, Juhan, was at the end of the line. This girl said bye to Juhan and was getting out of her chair and was still saying bye to Juhan, so she wasn't looking, but she was walking in the direction that she knew the stairs were at to leave the stage. Mm -hmm. she turns around and Shonu is like right there she like ran into Shonu <laughs> and he like tried to make sure she didn't fall but she like jumped backwards and she was so surprised that she like apologized took two steps and her legs like gave out oh poor she, they did like they did like give out give out but you could tell she just like collapsed when she hit the stairs and she covered her face with her album Aww. and shonu was just like well, are you okay and then what you do can i see, do you, you can see juhan staring off at the he's still at the table and he's just like looking over like going on over there and then the, <laughs> this poor girl is covering her face and the fans that were like recording the fans that saw this happening all of them were going Oh, and like some of them were laughing <laughs> and I was just like I mean, that that's just cute it was really cute but I was also like relatable of if I ran into Shonu I would probably my legs would probably give out too honestly <laughs> <laughs> but um anything else we want to say about what is k-pop um i don't think so i think we covered it there's different genres there's k-pop is the genre and idol culture is the subculture of like its yes. own its own thing in korean culture there is a subculture called idol culture and it started acts, guys <laughs> um but k-pop itself is korean pop music just like krmb is korean r&b and it's okay to like these things and to explore these things. And if you're ever lost, um, lo-fi is there for you. At least for Korean hip-hop and R&B. <laughs> or you, you know can what? just mention me on Twitter and I can help Honestly, you. Honestly, just add us and I got you. <laughs> <laughs> just tell us what genre and we got. Well, it depends. Either I take it on or it's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then for anybody who's like new and doesn't know what K-pop is and is curious about this episode, we, we tried to break it down into like the culture aspect of what people are thinking it is and then the genre that it is. But also I know I mentioned Hallyu Wave a couple times. If you don't know what that is, just 
really quick. Um, it's essentially just the international spread of Korean pop. Um, it grew in, I believe, about well, it all it kind of started nineteen ninety six when idol culture blew up with like Hot and and TVXQ and BOA. Um, that's when it kind of like started to spread internationally and overseas. But that's what the Hallyu wave is, essentially. It's just the spread of Korean pop music and idol culture abroad. There you um, go. So if you ever if you ever hear that term thrown around, that's the that's the breakdown. There there's a lot more deeper stuff in it. We could probably do an episode on that, but that's the shorthand version. Uh, I remember how doing I remember doing that for my Korean class. We had to talk about the Hallyu wave. Like we had to we have to talk about it. We have to make a presentation and stuff about Korean culture and stuff. And a lot of people did the How You Wave. I'm so tired learning about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I know it already. You know what I did? You know what my presentation was on? Do you remember? I don't. It was about Sasang fans. Oh, oh, I do remember. Yeah. That was fun. Oh, man, that's going to be an episode, too. You can pull out your presentation. I deleted that. <laughs> Oh, dang. We, so we that's one of our topics that we have on our list too <sighs> i'm curious about you know what i'm not gonna get off topic this is it so <laughs> if you guys want to <laughs> follow us on social media feel free to at bingo and choom i think that's the name of it <laughs> yes that is okay thank god i had to pull up my twitter <laughs> nope it's bingo and choom okay and that's on our Twitter and also Instagram and our Facebook if you want to give us a like. Yeah. We're very active on Twitter. I'm the most active on that account. Hey, I've been busy these past I get it. Weeks. I get it. Miss, <laughs> miss like, low-key leaving me passive-aggressive tweets on the account that we share. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> go hard or go home. <laughs> It just shows that I care, <laughs> that I just missed us. I I understand. I feel I feel the love. It's okay. <laughs> Maybe you just wanted sh- to cry, but <laughs> you could shade me back. It's you have the login. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's about it. I think my homework for for this week is the Eric Nam videos yeah are the video yeah. like literally all the videos he sent me yeah watch Jackson your homework this week will be watch Jackson's inter- interview with James Corden since we talked about it watch Eric Nam's BuzzFeed video and I I will find some Mark and Johnny content to send you from NCT. okay and guys if you want to do the homework with me go for it and we can talk about it together I will link them. I will link everything on Bingo I will tweet it out. So oh, it's lit. We, we can all do the homework together. Yeah, that would be really fun, actually. That would be. I've oh. already seen it. I did the homework. <laughs> She's ahead. <laughs> I did my homework. I did okay. my homework early. <laughs> I have a free weekend. <laughs> Uh, okay, that was that was the episode for this time. Thank you guys for listening. Um, go give us likes on social media, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.